first episode of The Universe and You, the show where I, your host, will tell you about the infinite universe that we all live in, and you, the listener, can sit back, relax, and have an existential crisis about your place in the universe. To start this week, I want you to think back to when you were a child, and you had your first noteworthy experience with a thunderstorm. Now, some people are afraid of the lightning and the resounding boom of the thunder, and some people love them. Regardless about how you feel about them, you know that they are powerful forces. Now, this was probably your first experience with just how powerful nature can be. Now, as you get older, you know how water can erode castles, or you know how hurricanes can form and destroy homes. Now, we can explain a lot about nature, but understanding does not mean that we can control it. Nature on our planet is still an untamable force that humans, despite all our vaunted technology or intelligence, cannot hope to match just yet. Keep that lightning and those natural forces in mind as we expand our view. Think about the sun, a massive nuclear furnace so large that it could contain one million iterations of Earth, the planet that contains the entirety of life as we know it. However, from our view on Earth, the sun is merely a bright circle in the sky that sometimes gives you a nice tan or maybe a burn. It is so small to us, we can block it out with our thumb, or hide it from its radiance under a beach umbrella. This is because the distance between Earth and the Sun. The light from the Sun takes a mere 8 minutes to travel the roughly 93 million miles to Earth. This is only possible because light travels faster than anything else in the known universe, and is, according to the theory of general relativity, the universal speed limit. Now, Light minutes are a long distance, but to really understand what we're talking about today, we need to go even bigger. A light year is the distance that light, traveling at 186,282 miles per second, can transverse in a single year, 365 and one quarter days. This ends up being around 6 times 10 to the 12th miles. It's a 6 with 12 zeros after it or 6 trillion miles. Now that you have a healthy respect for just how big a light year is, it is time to shift even larger, to a galactic scale. The Milky Way galaxy, containing millions of stars and planets, is 100,000 light years across. This means that if you were standing at the opposite end of the Milky Way and had a powerful enough telescope to look at Earth, you would see just the barest beginnings of the species that would become humanity because it took so long for the light to travel the distance. Our galaxy is a mid-sized galaxy, so keep that in mind as we continue on today. Now we can finally get to today's topic, the largest lightning bolt scientists have ever seen. At the center of each galaxy, scientists believe that there is a supermassive black hole responsible for the crazy amounts of gravity required to keep these ginormous galaxies together. Black holes create magnetic fields and often generate huge streams of charged particles firing out of their axes called cosmic jets. These jets form a beam of radiation that leaves the galaxy at a right angle to the plane of the galaxy. The black holes at the centers of galaxies vary a lot depending on really the type of galaxy we're talking about and exactly how it developed. Now one galaxy, with the very catchy name of galaxy 3C303, has a particularly exciting black hole. Starting at the core of galaxy 3C303, 
there is a current of positive charge flowing out from the magnetic hellscape that is the galactic center along the cosmic jet. This is the first time scientists have directly observed a galactic scale electric current. This current is, like most things out there in the scary blackness of space, colossal. The electric energy shooting out of galaxy 3C303 is roughly equivalent to 1 times 10 to the 18th amps. Now it's not just the incredibly high energy that makes this such an incredible phenomenon. It's also the distance it's covering. The plume of energy, which I'm going to start calling space lightning, reaches out into the intergalactic medium, or IGM, that space between galaxies, for 150,000 light years, leaving a trail of plasma and energy in its wake. That is one and a half times the diameter of our own Milky Way galaxy. This space lightning is roughly the same as one trillion lightning bolts here on Earth. Now, it kind of makes that lightning that awed you as a kid a little less impressive now, doesn't it? Okay, so that's it for this week of The Universe and You. Thank you, everyone, for listening to it. You can join us next week when we talk about the thing that's responsible for uh, the development of the universe as we know it and why I'm terrified of it. I uh, also want to say, if you could go ahead and uh, link or comment, subscribe, um, rate, whatever you got to do to this podcast, I'd really appreciate it. My sister and I are uh, doing another podcast. It's called Sci-Fi Sidebar, where we discuss uh, sci-fi books and like the people, kind of the stories in them, the philosophy, the science. And then we also, for some of the books that have more material or that we don't think we covered fully, we go and we ask experts. We go and we do research, read articles, and we talk about it in another episode. Those episodes are a lot longer than these, so if you're looking for something uh, you really want to dig your teeth into, those will be released uh, monthly. And currently out, we have uh, The Martian and Ender's Game. So go ahead and take a look at that. Again, that's Sci-Fi Sidebar. You can find us online at signifyingnothingnetwork.com forward slash T-U-A-Y. That's just a little acronym of The Universe and You. Should be pretty easy to remember. This has been The Universe and You by the Signifying Nothing Network. It is a tale told by an idiot. Have a good, existentially unimportant week.